Hello All Beer Inside listeners, we here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we've decided to present as our second weekly episode one of our previous interviews in the audio-only format here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 17 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on March 13th, 2020. You could subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside Interviews. Today we are in the origin of L'Assomption with Jeff from Le Fermenter. Hey, Thank you for having nice. us today. Uh, so what's the story of, in English, the fermenter? The fermenter? Yeah. Okay. I started not to brew beer, actually. I started to make uh, cider and mead with my girlfriend in the, uh, back in the days. That is Jenny, my uh, my partner today in the brewery. And it was quite simple. We just wanted to ferment, ferment stuff and try some, some things, you know? And then I, I started watching a couple of videos on YouTube, how to make beer. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah... It's too complicated. It's too tricky. There's, it's uh, no, nah, that's not for me. And it, it fermented in my mind. Like, <laughs> ah, that's great. Tricky, precision. That's 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 my department in life. So just for fun, I, I made a batch, uh, like a classic homebrew bag brew in a bag batch on my on my stovetop, and I was hooked instantly, instantly. I, I like the taste, the aroma, the aromas, the hops, the the malt, and stuff like that. And then fermentation was like, okay, this is this is very cool. And and then I said to myself, you know what? I can save money by brewing my own beer. Yeah, yeah, and for I sure. I was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've thought about it, and I'm just like so much cleaning, and I'm not that detailed. I don't mind so, the cleaning because because yeah. it's my job today. But the problem is, I'm a gearhead too. So okay. I started making beer with a little batch, my turkey fryer, <laughs> back in the days. My turkey fryer, I'm like, well, maybe I can add a pump, another vessel, let us yeah. see. And funny thing is, uh, the same equipment that I had back in my in my place back in the days, and uh, in my kitchen, my setup is has been built exactly like this. <laughs> so it's been a it's a custom setup that I made. Mm-hmm. That I had made, and it's exactly the same setup, the same pumps, the same outlets, inlets, as my my old setup in my uh, in my kitchen back cool. in the days. Awesome. So you brought us out a uh, selection of beers today. Yes, of uh, course. What's the first one I'm trying? That's the Schultz. So it's a smash. Okay. It's a blonde beer for my uh, you know macro breweries uh, lover. Mm-hmm. You know because I we're a pub in La Sompion and we we need to have a, a blonde beer for sure. So it's a smash with uh, made with casket hops. Okay. Uh, alcohol percentage? It's five five point four. Classic uh, drinkable beer, like for a. Oh, I could drink a bunch of these. <laughs> and they do, trust me. Oh, this is a great, like, just hanging out with the guys, watching a game. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's the old mentality here. We don't do, like, stuff that it, that is, not say undrinkable, but too intense. Yeah. It's a, it's a pub. So people come here to, to, to talk to each other, to have fun, to play games. And we don't, we make beer like yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's that right level of bitterness for for a typical ale. I find it's it's really good. Um, I'm very very impressed by this. I could, Thanks. like I said, uh, sitting back or or out during the summer, just sitting back watching, let's say, an Alouettes game mm-hmm. or an Impact game, just beer, beer. But those are controlled <laughs> by your Levats and Molson, so you can't really get those. Yeah, and we are we have a a lot of clientele, a lot of different clientele. Like there's people going to theater. Mm-hmm. 
they come here before and they, they, they have a beer. There's people coming in like for the beers. There's people coming in like on dates. So <laughs> it's it's kind of wide the array of, uh, of customers we have. So I need to keep a product like that. Well, on the way in, I saw the college. You get a lot of college kids coming or is that? We get a lot of college teachers. Okay. The kids today, they because with the driving permit, mm-hmm. driving the, it's it's too tight and they don't drink. They come here, they, they eat a nachos and like they're seven <laughs> and they have like a, a five tasters. But okay. There's seven on the flight of tasters. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, man. Yeah. So the teachers are more are more funky than the kids. That's for sure. Yeah. So what are some roadblocks and difficulties you ran into creating uh, the fermenter? Oh my God. We had a lot. Uh, issues with the, not that the town here, but at the brewery in Repentigny, the town they're like, they don't want us to have a tasting room over there, mm-hmm. so I can brew over there. Technically, technically, I could I uh, could uh, sell bottles over there, but the, the town doesn't want to. So we're like in a struggle. Eh, maybe want to do like maybe a, a can release or a bottle release, mm-hmm. like maybe once or twice a month. Yeah, but I, I don't get that. It's, I mean, for me because right now craft beer is so popular, it's almost mm-hmm. like printing money for the city. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't they do that? That's and actually, uh, just just a brewing permit. It's uh, it's today. It's easier to get, but it's kind of it's kind of a long process. Okay, and a lot of work. And we got like different government. Mm-hmm. That, that was that was that was that was funky. That was okay, funky. so basically a lot of red tape you have to go through. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's done. It's mm-hmm. in the past now, and everything's good. Then. Awesome. Why'd you decide to fermenter? Why not Jeff's Jeff's place or anything like that? Okay. <laughs> Okay, because I'm a I'm a big fan of Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> okay. Okay, and Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terminator. What? Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. Predator. Yeah. Pat, my partner, has a band that's called Reanimator. <laughs> nice. So like fermenting, uh, for, we had like the Black Dog Brewery with like, every name like you, you can imagine, and like the fermenter, <laughs> and whatever. We can't find anything better than that, so. That's it. What's the second beer I'm trying today? It's a Mountain Dude. So it's a wit brewed with uh, coriander and uh, and citrus. Alcohol percentage or roughly? Same thing as the other one, like 5, 5.4, depending on how it goes. Mm. Yeah, you really get that coriander. Yeah. So these are the the four main beer we have always on tap. Always, always on tap. So um, coming to that Mountain Dude, where do all the names come from? Let's say a lot of drinking. And we do, we do a brainstorming. Like sometimes we 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 go like we search a little a lot for our names. It sounds always a little bit funny, but we want to we want something funny, something that works, something presentable to everyone. Like uh, nothing like mm-hmm. too much. And citrus, citrus, like uh, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, uh, Mountain Dew. Okay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, so. That's just the process: is brainstorm. Oh, this sounds right, and then that's it. Because we have, we also have a, a coffee stout, yeah, which is, which is called Cup of Coffee, okay. Cup of Coffee. And they sent me, okay, it's gonna it's gonna be called a Cup of Coffee. I'm like, no, that's not good. <laughs> they're, they're texting me. Do you get it? <laughs> oh, now I get it. It's, it's <laughs> awesome now. <laughs> that's great. Uh, what's the first beer? Oh, well, you sounded like you started with mead, but what was the first thing you ever brewed? I brewed a smash. Okay. Contrary to everyone that wants to try brewing in a, at a, a home brew, I, I did a smash. I, I wanted to taste, like, what is it? With, can I, if I have one malt, 
and one hop. Mm-hmm. So I want I start from there. It's it's almost like the Schultz, like the the first one you tasted, but with Saz instead okay. of a, a Cascade, mm-hmm. Cascade hops. And then it built up from there, like maybe a little caramel, like roast milk, and then I started brewing like recipes from that because okay. I want I wanted to see what it did, how it worked, what what were the smell. If you were, were like with a a ton of uh, hops, different hops, and a ton of different malts. Mm-hmm. You cannot identify the characters of the malts and the hops. So you need to do like smash. Like I said to everyone, start with smash, be good with that, mm-hmm. and then... And then try other things. Don't try a beer with like, um, let's say, uh, 10 types of malt, 10 types of uh, hops, yeah. fruits, dry up, coriander, and then lactose. No, it's, gonna, it's, well, gonna, it's, it's it, not going to be good. It's, uh, it's like, oh, here's a new beer. It's uh, 10 of these 72 hops out there. I'm like, whoa, okay, calm down. <laughs> so... Uh, but it does have variety. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Here's our base IPA, but then here's with the new hops, and here's the new hops. And mm-hmm. I feel they present new flavors each time, depending on the hop combination they use. So mm-hmm. I'm never going to complain. I'm, I'm a bit of a hophead, so I I enjoy my my bitter beers. So because the uh, the fourth one you're going to taste, it's uh it's the Pine Killer. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a classic IPA. Okay. But I did the same version that was called a Baby Shoe. It was supposed to be a baby cat, but yeah, Baby yeah. Shoe. That's some some drunk dude that <laughs> called it. <laughs> It was done uh, entirely with mosaic. Okay, hops. okay. And the beer is completely different than yeah. this one. Any collaborations you've done with any other brewers, or or anything coffee coffee shop local? We have a local um, local producer that makes Camerys. I think it's a uh, it's Mescap. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like blueberry, but okay. a bit a little bit more sour. Okay. It's called a Chubby Titan, so it's a Berliner Weisse with uh, with Mescap. Mm-hmm. I'm brewing this beer at the moment as we speak. It's, it's it's pretty good, and uh, we're doing some collaborations with uh, with Milil. Okay, yep, Brasserie de Milil. Brasserie yep. Milil, mm-hmm. and not so distant future. Okay, and we might be doing with, with one with a hopper in okay. uh, in, in Jonquière. Yeah, okay. These guys, these are in our hearts. Yeah. That's Milil and Hopper. It's a, it's our family. It's a, mm, okay. in our hearts like since ever. Cool. Uh, anyone beside the two you mentioned? Anybody else in oh. Quebec? Ontario, Canada, America? Not at all. No? We're like, uh, we're very DIY in, our, okay. in ourselves. But what we like, we yeah. want to do our collaborations, that's for sure. Okay, but so let's say, uh, Al- we mentioned before the show Alchemist. Mm-hmm. But of course. Instant, yeah, okay. <laughs> if the Alchemist yeah. wants to brew yeah. it up. <laughs> a- any others in Vermont that you consider if, you know, if they contacted you? Would you uh, go? Actually, Four Quarters. Four Qu- okay. In Winooski. Okay. I like what they do. It's a small brewery. Mm-hmm. It's a small tap room. It's, yeah, yeah. You feel uh, it's not industrial. You feel it's more like a, a down to earth pub. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. It's it, I've been there. They had a, like a, a GameCube with Super yeah. Smash Bros. And so, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like we do because we have yeah. we have a Super Nintendo okay. uh, back in back in yeah. here. So uh, four quarters. I like the beers. Yes. So, you go. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a weird neighborhood. Like go there and yeah. It's it's almost like so. It's like residential and then restaurants and then all of a sudden industrial. Yeah, it's industrial. Yeah. I'm like, are we going to get mud in here? Or? <laughs> it's Vermont. I don't think you have to worry about no, that. No, I know it's Vermont. But <laughs> it's, it's kind of a, in a weird place. But yeah. we went there, tasted the beer. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah, I did do a Vermont beercation, as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in September, I hit... Four quarter, like four quarters, was almost right next to my Airbnb. So I'm like, okay. I'm in trouble. 
<laughs> so I'm just going to drink here all day. And then I was next to like uh, like a little bit of a drive from a smokehouse too. So I'm like, I'm just going to eat a lot, get really fat this weekend, just keep drinking beer. So. The last time I wore a walking distance from foam. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Foam is, is something interesting sometimes. Yeah. So, it was uh, good. Well, beer was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beers are fantastic. It's just my difficulty is the uh, they finally did it, but it's the can lineup versus the drinking lineup. Okay. Uh, that's where I'm like, but I just want to drink a beer. I don't want to <laughs> buy cans. I've been there to buy cans, and I get okay. being in the lineup. But uh, So I mentioned beercations. Any any you've been on? Yeah, in Vermont. A lot. Every okay. year uh, with uh, Pat, my partner, and I, mm -hmm. and a couple of friends, we go in Vermont. It's now, it's now a classic. We wanted to go to Boston this year, but it's a little bit too expensive for us. And with the, ex the exchange rate, like, yeah. it's, it's impossible, you know? Uh, any ones you'd like to go on in the world? Everywhere. Okay. Uh, I'm a big fan of Belgian beers, and I've been touring in, uh, in Europe, like mm -hmm. French, uh, fr France, Belgium, so places like that. Matt, the last time I went, I wasn't brewing. Okay. So I want to go back and to, to taste some beers that, that I know, because I went once in, a, in northern France and bought, like, I was like, okay, today, uh, today <laughs> I'm ruining myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm spending all the money I have on beer, <laughs> and... I have like a, a basket and I was like, okay. Yeah. I went to the cash register. She's like, 12 euros, please. What? What? Like, what? <laughs> I said, guys, wait a minute. I'm going back. I got another 100 euros <laughs> to spend. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I was looking at my, my income tax the other, the other day and I found like this, uh, this, res this recipe, this recipe, uh, not the recipe, the, the receipt. Receipt, yeah, yeah. The exact receipt of this time that was lost, lost somewhere in my, <clears throat> my stuff. I was like, that's impossible. These beers are, here, it's like 40 bucks each. Yeah, yeah. We've got some rough import laws, I got to say. So, Let's say like this. Yeah. yeah. Rough import laws. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's one thing I, I have to give America over us. Uh, like, they get imported beers for a whole lot cheaper than we do in the yeah. rest of Canada, mm -hmm. uh, let alone Quebec. I find we get taxed a lot more here. So that's an unfortunate reality. But uh, the, the, the classic, I want to go uh, back to, uh, to, to Belgium okay. and Germany. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm the same. I want to do. Uh, I've never done. Uh, I've never left North America, so okay. I need to get to Europe for beer, especially with the passion I have for it now. Okay. I need to get there. I know someone uh, that lives in a, in Osaka, in okay. Japan. Okay, and he's telling me that the craft beer over there it's it's exploding. But Good. at the pace there, they're like, okay, there's <laughs> almost uh, like four or five opening like each week. Wow, not in Osaka, but in Japan. Okay, like, this is exploding right now over there. Well, it's worldwide. It's yeah. cra craft is becoming a phenomenon. Just like your local grocer, or your, your local, mm -hmm. like your form, uh, your cheese place, your formagerie, even your distillers. Mm -hmm. uh, people are enjoying craft more. I find, which is great because I always say, I, I try to always say, support local when you can. Yes. So if you're in Vermont, drink Vermont beers. If this is interesting in Vermont because I've seen a lot of restaurants. They don't go to a to big big store like Costco. Mm -hmm. Everything is local. They have cheese from this producer, meat from this producer, local producer. Yeah. Everything is local. Bread is local. Flour is it's local. And you're like, you can't taste it in the yeah. product. Yeah. It's 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 made with passion. And there's a difference between industri industrial and made with passion. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, especially even beer. It's it's very difficult for me to now drink something from one of the big BMC guys. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, unless it's a... The final option, and I'm at a party, <laughs> and I've gone through my craft beer because somebody's like, hey, beer that don't belong to me, and they steal my beer, then it's like, ah, I guess I'll drink poison. 
So <laughs> maybe you're on the, you're on the beach somewhere. You're thirsty, yeah. and there's no water left. Yeah. So if you don't have the choice, yes, or exactly. you might be in a life of death situation. But yeah, yeah. Like Again. if I'm in Cuba, I'd rather drink a bottle of beer than water. So yeah, whatever that bottle of beer is. Uh, so what's number three you brought me today? It's the Sven. So it's uh, the same beer as the Schultz. Mm-hmm. There's a story behind this. So, so it's a smash a cascade brood with raspberries. Okay. So this is kind of my flagship. Like people, I think if, if I don't have Sven on tap, uh, Lassonson might be burning. That's for sure. And there's going to be fights and yeah. riots everywhere. Um, mm, you get the ras- raspberry acidity on the nose. It's very yeah. Nice. It's more a little bit more acidic than the, than the smash, but it's because of the raspberries. Mm. It, it does drop my pH a little bit when I add the raspberries. This would be another good like summer yeah. chill out, full pint of this on a terrace. Oh, just... I I hear often like this is a oh this is a girl beer like <sighs> dude say this to the football player it was like yeah. Yeah, here yesterday and yeah. I drank pints of this yeah all night long so I've seen everyone drink this like, yeah like Goldarak and then the little super little yeah. girl so that's no this is I'm uh, super tasty beer and my first venture into craft beer. I believe was the strawberry beer at Brutopia. I'm pretty okay. sure that was my first ever craft beer. Nice. I want to think about it. Your flights. Your flights. My flights. My flights. Super unique. Okay, these are our tasting flights. They're yep. tasting uh, guitar necks, if you like. So we have a, a Stratocaster. We have uh, a Flying V. This is going to be a lawsuit over there, <laughs> that's for sure. A Telecaster. And uh, Gibson Les Paul. Because I'm, I'm a guitar player since like ever. And that was my idea. I was like, I don't want to have um, some kind of tasting flights, like standard or different. Or I was like, hey, guitar neck with yeah. holes in it. It's pretty, pretty, pretty easy <laughs> to do. All the patterns are on the internet. And uh, one of, go- of our good friends did it for us. Okay, cool. If you want to mention his name. It's Marc-André Perron. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> I don't remember your comp- what your company is. Okay. Uh, like you said, you're a guitarist. Yeah. And you're just like, I want unique. I wanted this. Okay. Not even, not maybe not unique. I was like, yeah. if someone did it before, I don't mind. I want yeah. this. And everyone's like, here. Okay, man, cool. And you can do air guitar with it. <laughs> if, you don't, <laughs> if you have too many years to drink, you can do a little bit of air guitar. You mean after you take the glasses out, you just want to whip them up and smash glass? No. <laughs> Th- thanks for the precision. That's, that's, that's very important. You need to take the glasses out. And these are up to scale. Cool. This is a, a real uh, scale. Awesome. Uh, okay, so you're in the last Ontario region. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen a bunch of pubs, but people grab a few breweries, a uh, few beers here from your brewery. Where do you suggest they go next around the area? Uh, right beside here, it's not it's not a microbrewery or a craft beer bar. It's a it's a craft beer bar. It's uh, Le Maître Edgar. Okay, it's like if you can walk, it's like two minutes over there. <laughs> okay, it's, it's very uh, it's very close. Uh, here you might, you need to go in Joliet at l'Albion. Okay. If you're into the English ales, okay, English okay. porters, so I- I- English are, bitters or English, bi- okay, everything English, okay, English IPA ales, porters, Albion are the, I'd, I'd say Albion are, are the masters here in this department, hmm. and they like old recipes and say go to Albion. Awesome. Okay, we'll have to check that out. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. You need to check that out because yeah. they they do a lot of awesome beers, cask beers, old school cask beer. With the cask engine, not right. only just a, oh, like the, a cask. The, the full, yeah. Yeah, full yeah. Pretty, nice. Yeah, um, it's La Mer back in uh, downtown Montreal. They always have the, mm-hmm. your hand drawn, and uh, whenever I'm there, I'm like, I'll have that. <laughs> so, 
Uh, what's the last beer you brought me today? That's a, you had already that's mentioned a pine it. killer. Okay. So uh, it's a classic IPA. Mm-hmm. It's not a New England IPA. It's a quite hazy IPA. Yeah. It's not a West Coast. It's not a brute. It's a it's a classic all day IPA because this is my four uh, mm-hmm. four beers I always have on the menu. Yeah, your flagships. Yeah, so I I need a, a blonde, uh, white, raspberry, mm-hmm. and an IPA. That's I need this on tap all the time. It's got that beautiful smell. I always like it's an IPA. Uh, it's a classic uh, American hops. So Columbus and Chinook, classic classic. If if a client asks me for an IPA, I give him this. He's like, dude. That's what I wanted to drink. That's an IPA. Yeah, this is something up my alley. Uh, alcohol percentage, roughly? 6.66. Okay, Number so of the beast. Uh, this is up my <laughs> alley for a while, and then I'm not so much on the alley anymore. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is a really good beer. It, it doesn't taste like a 6% at all. It's very smooth for... Nice. I mean, for an IPA, I... <laughs> you know, not everybody loves IPAs, not everybody loves stouts, not everybody loves this type of beer, but this is, this is a good beer. Because we're all uh, we're all fan of rock and metal and music here, so okay. it's it's based on the painkiller, Judas Priest painkiller, but we want it pint killer. Okay, and it's six point six six percent. Just uh, from our past, like at present, actually, uh, making music, metal music, and uh, trash music. So when when you're uh, brewing, I guess you just uh, earphones across the speakers, just pump the metal, and let's get to work. I, I, have, a, I have a system uh, at the shop at the brewery. Oh my man. <laughs> it depends. Can okay. it be electro, it can be pop, it can be like funk, it can be anything. You know, it's good to have variety and you have variety in your beers and, mm-hmm. and from what I I can taste the passion behind your beers, which is great too. So. But that's kinda weird because the the line between beer and music, it's almost parallel. Like or creativity, yeah. There's people in music I only listen to the death metal or I only listen to black metal. Everything else Everything else is is not good. I hate it. Like, dude, there's so much band, so yeah. much, so much stuff you need to discover out there. Like people saying, "Yeah, I only drink blonde beer. Everything else is not good." Did you ever ever yeah, tasted it? Yeah, no. You, you, to me, you should never be closed minded about <laughs> anything. If you have no. a chance, it's try new beer, try new music, try listening to. If you don't, if you don't like like NPR talk radio, listen to comedy podcasts. Just <laughs> expand your mind. <laughs> That's it. So. Uh, so earlier you mentioned music and you're in a metal band. Uh, how did that move you into your partners and move you guys into the fermenter? Okay. Uh, we're three in the fermenter. There's uh, myself, Jenny, and Pat. Mm-hmm. Jenny and I used to be a couple back in the days. So just I, I started to make beer at home. I was like, hey, maybe I can, we could like open a craft beer bar just for fun, just mm-hmm. like this. And it, again, it grew in my mind. It fermented. And then I started making more beers, different beers, uh, better beers. And at some point, we're like, we're like hmm, that's doable now. But I missed a partner. Okay. I knew that we couldn't do it uh, just being two in the business. We needed another one, like our people guy, mm-hmm. our, uh, like, let's say, uh, guys with, a guy with idea. Yeah. So, talking with friends, I'm like, am I going to start a business with this one? No, no. Not this one, not this one. I don't, I don't trust this guy. I like him, but I don't trust. And then Pat, my partner, uh, we knew each other from music. Like okay. we had our bands mm-hmm. played shows together, and I, I used to have a recording studio at home, and rec- he recorded albums at my place. I knew how how he worked, and, and he's a pretty cool guy. So 
So he heard that I wanted to start the craft bar, the craft, uh, brewery, microbrewery. He's like, he texted me. He's like, dude, you don't have the choice. I'm your partner. <laughs> and instantly, it, it did like, ah, yeah, man. Yeah. That's, the, that's the guy I wanted. Just that come to moment. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, there it is. That's what I was missing. And then I started to brew more beers. He got more beers. He did mm-hmm. give beers to his friends and making parties and everything. And at this moment, when Pat joined in, it's like it was like in um, June of 2016. Okay. We opened July 2017. Nice. A year later, we we were open yeah. here. Just getting all the ideas together, getting through all the red tape, getting. It was work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't. I can't imagine being like, I want a brewery. Okay, here you go. Like the, I, that just doesn't happen. So funny thing. Uh, one the very particular thing about the, the Formatan, it everything here is made with champagne yeast and wine yeast. Okay. Except for the saison and the lagers. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that's made with saison yeast yeah. and lager yeast. Everything else is champagne and uh, and wine yeast. You mentioned a lager. How difficult was that lager? Lager? Yeah. It's it's always it's it's always hard because it, it's simple. Yeah. Technically, it's simple, but there's a there's a trend in the craft uh, the craft beer at the moment with the, that goes over the the pilsner, mm-hmm. Helles lagers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a I think it's a, it's a brewer kind of thing. Maybe I don't think the population is gonna follow, or maybe maybe a little bit, a little bit. But it's a, it's a brewer thing because you always see like. Quadruple IPE, <laughs> uh, four times dry yeah. hop. Double step. Wait, what? Double step doesn't exist. <laughs> and a Pilsner. Yeah. Because if you do a standard Pilsner, Helles, or Lager, yeah. whatever, you cannot hide uh, behind a, an intensive malt bill and hop yeah. bill. It's it's super simple. It's easy. It's Everyone's like, oh, it's a blonde beer. It's easy to make. No. ACDC is simple, <laughs> but it's not simple to play. You cannot play ACDC. Yeah. There's a reason. Because you might be playing guitar for like ever. Yeah. Making the, the best souls ever and the, the best band in the world. But you cannot play ACDC because it, it's simple, but it's hard. It's, that's, that's the same thing. It's, Music, um, beer. Yeah. Like I have a friend. He's, he's a decent guitarist. Mm-hmm. And he was super drunk one day and he was playing Thunderstruck one-handed. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. I'm drunk. It works right now. But we we're all <laughs> drunk, so maybe it really wasn't Thunderstruck. So, but yeah, uh, it's just your music and your passion and your beer passion all seem to combine, which is mm-hmm. amazing. So what's next for Le Fermenter? What's next? We might be uh, starting bottling uh, in a very uh, near future. Uh, only bottles, no no cans. Okay. Because uh, I don't have a canning line. Yeah. I've, it's going to be in like done hand by hand, bottle by bottles, and it's going to be only only here local. So you you won't find this in, in Verdun. Okay. I may be here. I should. Well, yeah. I, I mean, we have there's beer shops all over Montreal. Yeah, Caluso, I know. I know Pat uh, from the, the Malte Hops. I yeah, we're, we're trying we're trying to interview Malte Hops at some point mm-hmm. too because we. Did, I like interviewing brewers, mm-hmm. but I want to interview everybody in the craft beer industry. Okay. So Perfect. even beer Instagrammers, beer bloggers, Why not? everybody. So okay. yeah, but we might do might do some uh, some little bottling, but it's gonna be very local and very small batch. Mm-hmm. I'm not going at large with this because yeah. I don't have a, a big brewing system. Okay. It's a it's like it's a hundred hundred four hundred liters okay. that I have. So just brewing for the pub, it's quite a it's quite demanding. <laughs> so I won't be brewing like. For at large bottling for everyone, that's for sure. Okay. And 
the market actually it's it's oversaturated at the moment, so I don't want to be polluting the market mm-hmm. with my my blonde beers. It's yeah. gonna it's not gonna be in bottle. That's for sure. Yeah, never. Okay, so just your specialties like oh, we made a double IPA with this or exactly uh, barrel Fun- age that type of thing. Okay, the, the more funky stuff or yeah. more interesting stuff. Let's say that that's not because I need to have amber ale. Yeah, at the pub. Let's say yeah, but it's not gonna be distributed at large. Because it's it's a little bit useless. Because there's a lot of people, microbreweries, or even the larger breweries that make amber ales mm-hmm. at a much cheaper price, and they're good products. Yeah. So I don't think there's a market for like standard beers. Okay, so you're, you're talking about your specialties, your one-offs, your yeah, sour, okay. uh, sour, barrel style yeah. stuff like that, and cool. specialty with brewed coffee, whatever, whatever yeah. we, we made. Awesome. So the, that's what I want to do. Cool. Uh, if you're ever out in Assomption or the Past the east end of Montreal, if you're in Rapontigny, L'Assomption, if you're ever in the area, come check these guys out and let them know where we can find you. It's uh, our address is 345 Boulevard de Lange Gardien, downtown L'Assomption, the oldest uh, building in the in the city. And uh, social media. Social media. It's uh, you can f- find us on the Fermentor and uh, the Fermentor.com. Cool. So we're gonna add all that in show notes. And as we always say, drink craft, not crap. Thank, Thank you very much. much.